The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink! The TNT Shop has it all at tntradio.live. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk, TNT. Hello, I'm Abby Roberts, and this is the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. TNT, because I'm quite literally dynamite. That's it, everyone. It's it's Wednesday, and it, you know what? And I'm recording. I'm recording. I'm doing it live. I should say live from London. It's very dystopian in London. It's a bit Blade Runner. It's a bit drizzly. But the good news is that when I came out this morning, it was light. It was light, and I tell you what a difference it makes, doesn't it? When you when you get up and it's very dark, and you're sort of like, oh dear, the world's terrible. It's very oppressive, and then suddenly you get up and you can hear the the bird song. I saw some blossoms, and it is Valentine's Day, of course. And is love in the air? Are we feeling a little bit of mm, something? Something is the sap rising um, across the country. I don't know what it's like in Australia. I mean, it's night time, so I'm presuming some sap will be rising. I'll be speaking to Siv later on about that um so it is i mean valentine's day uh, traditionally you know quite a, a weird day isn't it uh, for for some people i mean i lost my husband at the end of 2018 my darling terence and you know what though terry said to me he didn't really believe in valentine's day so he believed every day he should do something special so he used to leave me little notes if i was going anywhere or the, and i would just open my wallet and then suddenly find a little cartoon he'd drawn of himself and hearts so my darling terence my darling terence gibbons i love you very much and i think of you um every day so that's the uh, that's a little valentine's message um out of the way also another thing i want to say my wonderful friend jules up in dundee it's jules's birthday today so gotta do it happy birthday to you i'll do it in a scots accent happy birthday to you happy birthday darling jules happy oh, birthday to you sorry there was a bit of a a bit of a frog uh suddenly got a bit of bill gates got into my throat then i do apologize jules i have a wonderful day and um i hope you uh get the little surprise that's uh, that will be coming to you uh later on okay so let's crack on with the show, The Abbey Roberts Show. We've got fantastic guests today. I've got my wonderful uh, friend Natalie Smith will be coming up as the first guest. I also have Johnny Woodrow coming up as well. But you, the viewers, the listeners, the people that make this... I mean, basically, if it was just me, I'd just be talking in a, in a, in a padded room to myself. I mean, you know, that's what I usually do on a Friday night, but let's not get into that. But you are important. Your views, what you have to say, free speech. What are, what are, what are, what are the things that are on your mind? Let's have a little look at live chat you can go to live chat on tntradio.live you can get it uh, an app on your phone if you're that thus inclined get your apps get your apps out for the lads get into tntradio.live and you can watch the show on your phone literally and um, as you're as you're going along so you can also call me and these are the numbers to call our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio.
And hello, and I hope the uh, echoey thing is going to go away. Uh, if it doesn't, uh, don't worry about it. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's Bill Gates. Maybe he's just uh, come into the room. <laughs> hello. Oh, it's maybe some uh, yeah people spying on me. Anyway, let's hope that that is now stopped and it's going to uh, not going to come back. Um, so you know what the numbers are to call. So get on the phone and uh, we'll just get on. This is see, this is live radio. This is live, guys. There is no rehearsal. There's no kind of person going and and go. It's just me sitting here in front of a camera. Uh, doing my uh, thing and um, so up next uh, we will be having uh, my wonderful guest Natalie Smith but let's just uh, before we get to Natalie let's um, have a little look at a clip of uh, Rishi Sunak on GB News being uh, told off well being basically confronted quite rightly by somebody who has uh, been vaccine injured let's play that clip let me be unequivocal from this dispatch box that COVID vaccines are safe, Mr. Speaker. I want you to look into my eyes, Rishi Sunak, and I want you to look at the pain, the trauma, and the regret I have in my eyes. We have been left with no help at all. Not only am I in here that's vaccine injured, there's another man over there whose life's been ruined by that COVID-19 vaccine. I know people who have lost legs, amputations, I know people with heart conditions like myself, Rishi Sunak. Why have I had to set up a support group in Scotland to look after the people that have been affected by that COVID-19 vaccine? Why are the people who are in charge, who told us all to do the right thing, have left us all to rot and left me and the thousands and the tens of thousands in this country to rot? Rishi Sunak, look me in the eye. When are you going to start to do the right thing? The vaccine damage payment scheme is not fit for purpose. In Scotland right now, according to the yellow card system, there are over 30,000 people that have had an adverse reaction to that vaccine. And okay, deaths. J John, thank you very much indeed for your question. It's time for you to start doing the right thing, Mr. The last thing I'd say is, uh, you know, we went through a pandemic like everyone else at the points when it came to the vaccine, those decisions were always taken on the basis of medical advice from our medical experts to tell us as politicians, who are obviously not doctors, about how best to roll out the vaccine, what was in the public health interest, the priority order, how that should be done, who should be eligible. That was something that the doctors recommended on, and that's something that we followed. Now, obviously, if there are individual circumstances which haven't worked out, then that's why we have the compensation scheme. Absolutely on, I'm going to use the F word, fucking believable. That is the Prime Minister of the UK basically uh, throwing doctors out of the bus. Well, I mean, quite rightly, the medics who were just literally, let's let's just get the, let's get the jabs into everybody. That was a man called John Watt, who I have met, um, vaccine injured. Um, he is, by the way, can I just say, for anyone watching, and, and we've, on Twitter, honestly, what makes my blood boil is the people that say, oh, he's an anti-vaxxer. He had the bloody vaccines. I, it's, it's, that's just bizarre, that saying that, you you know, you, 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 you hate chocolate and you literally, you're caught with your, your, your mouth full of, uh, you know, just chocolate coming out of your mouth. It's just absurd. Um, so he, by the way, is, is the tip of the iceberg. There's a wonderful man called Alec, Alex Mitchell, also up in Scotland, um, who has had his leg amputated um, as a result of the AstraZeneca vaccine. 
vaccine. Let me tell you, everyone, that in the UK, I mean, we're talking, I, I don't even know the numbers, but a huge amount of numbers um, for the, uh, uh, that have been injured uh, and affected by these COVID-19 vaccines. They should never have been rolled out and they should have been stopped immediately uh, when there was, uh, you know, when there were hints that there were things going wrong. And they are still carrying on. It is a disgrace. It's a crime against humanity and people should be uh, put on trial and locked up. Uh, I mean, they did they did less in swine flu, for instance, in the United States in 1976. Um, as soon as there was any hint that something had happened, um, President Ford, Gerald Ford at the time, stopped the rollout. He literally said, that's it. We're, 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 we're stopping it. Um, and now we're, what, uh, three, three and a half years into it. Um, a disgrace, an utter utter disgrace. That was GB News, by the way. You saw the clip of Rishi Sunak there uh, talking to John Watt. Um, and it was hosted by a man called Stephen Dixon, who is as mainstream media as they come. So there would have been no sort of, um, oh, yeah, let's get the let's get these people's names. Um, it'll be suppressed. It'll be pushed down because they do not want you to know the crimes they have committed. Trust me, they will do anything to erase it, uh, particularly the media. So GB News, I was on for quite a while. I was also then um, unceremoniously, uh, well, uninvited. Uh, I, I never went back on after eight months because I was relentlessly saying, we've got to talk about these vaccines. They must stop. They must end. The damage must end and people must be held accountable. And uh, I was never invited back on. Oh, what, what a surprise. Um, so absolutely disgraceful, really. Um, it's all very much, you know, you hear the phrase controlled opposition. I'm afraid it is. That's why this station is so important, TNT Radio, because this is the truth. Millions of people have been harmed and have died as a result of these coerced injections around the world. That is a fact. I'm sorry. It's very, very sad. But uh, but there it is. Um, so. Uh, yeah, very, 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 very um, unfortunate. Anyway, so that was the clip of Sunak. Uh, I was going to try and make it a bit lighter today, being Valentine's Day, but you know this is this is urgent. It should be on the front of every um, of every newspaper. Um, so let us, without further ado. Um, invite my first guest on. I she is here, looking absolutely gorgeous. It's Natalie Smith. <laughs> Hello. Hi, happy Hey, hi. <laughs> how how are you doing? We've had some oh we've had some um what do you call it? Gremlins in the system today, haven't we already? Technical glitches. <laughs> Techni exactly. That's what technical glitches. Um and um and thank God it's you um that we're happening with because it's yeah. just because we know each because we know each other and it's like oh it's it's yeah, all cool thank and God it's you know you. Exactly and we've got friend <laughs> we've got friends watching. Um so Natalie, yeah. my love, let's start off with um trauma into truth. Tell us about that, your work. Okay, so um, that is um, uh, where I raise awareness through um, um, stories um, that people have shared with me of um, abuse at the hands of quite heavy psychopaths, sociopaths, and malignant narcissists, and the techniques that they use um the character traits that they exhibit and their motives and people have shared their story not to focus on the abusers but to focus on how they've come through that abuse and so that's what that website is about um and obviously that insight was one of the reasons why in right at the beginning in early 2020 i could see that those techniques 
especially coercion, you know, the lies, mutilation, the smearing was being used. It was being literally used against us, the people. Um, and, and I just think that, um, you know, that helped me to see that what we were seeing was off. It wasn't true, that it was staged. These people, you know, very much put a mask on and they present a certain way to the public. Um, and, and it's a very, very different um, ball game behind the scenes for them. Um, mm. They lack, you know, any kind of ethical or moral backbone. They come out of ego. Um, yeah, mm. not love. Yeah, um, not, not love. Say, exactly. Not love. So it is appropriate that we're doing it today. Um, not love. And, and yeah. of course, um, and, and psychopathy, isn't it, is right at the heart of it, isn't it? The, the sociopath, psychopath. Yeah. Yeah, and, and how that pathology like cascades down from the top. So, you know, yeah. we have these people who are orchestrating this and then right down in the lowly levels, we have their their puppets of these puppeteers who are, you know, they might be doing it for, for um, I don't know, because they, they like the limelight, because they want, like you say, you, you know, bauble chasers, because they, mm -hmm. they want the status, whatever, but they, they are doing their bidding. You know. Yes, yes, and bauble. Thank you for 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 reminding me my, of my my own phrase, bauble chases, and that's what it is, bauble isn't it? It chases. is it is bauble chases. Yes, and it's and it is doing a pact, isn't it, with with the devil in some way. So these Absolutely. people are more are more interested in shaking yeah. the hand of the important person than love and compassion. Absolutely, and you know when you've had any experience of that especially in the extreme, in the extreme where it's been driven by psychopaths. It's really dark, Abby. It's very, very evil. There is, mm. you know, these. the reason I tell these people tell their stories is because they're telling you how to get back into the light, how to get, you know, how to find yourself again through that, you know, um, mm. after that experience. And it, you know, I was writing that website and putting that all together and putting the content together when, you know, we started entering lockdowns and, and I, I just had alarm bells going off everywhere, going, oh, my God, this is just exactly like, you know, this is what I'm writing about. This is what these people are talking about. And it's, it's now unfolding and everybody's on the receiving end of it worldwide. It was, it was yes. yeah, horrific yeah. and traumatic. And we needed the truth. That was the thing. We really needed the truth. So... Yes, yes, and uh, and and great that um that uh, well for people like you were um shining a light on it so early on um and uh, and then p other people then started sort of to sort of see the light and sort of gravitate towards it, which is just I mean it's actually a very moving time I think to be alive because we're all sort of um realizing things about ourselves and and the bigger picture and why we're here Absolutely. all those also sort of things. Absolutely. And I mean, I was, I mean, I was like this speck, you know, I wasn't a social media user before I came, before I came on, I think I came on 2021, but I wasn't using social media. And yet I still was aware because I went looking for answers um, as a mum, but I went looking for answers. So I was aware of Thomas Binder, who totally understands mm. the whole psychopathy. You know, I was aware of those that those really initial voices, those really true voices like Sukarat Bhakti, you know, and and then when I did come on to um, social media and, um, you know, I, I'm on it, if I'm being honest, and this isn't just because you're here in front of me, Abby, you yep. were the one, you, I heard you, I heard Bob, you know, because you weren't using this caveat, 
around healthy children. You know, you weren't mm -hmm. using that caveat, healthy children. And so, um, yeah, there was just, there was just, yeah, I put out a letter. That's the way I did it, Abby. Sorry, I'm kind of sidetracking a bit. No, but, no, it's, um, it's good, it's good. So, you know, I kind of had that, I had my, my work was in health and well-being, but holistic um, and person-centered. And then I had this understanding of abuse. So I had these two lenses. And then we had this like lived experience of um, with our daughter, um, beautiful daughter, yes. Elethea, who, Elethea, who happens to yeah. have, yeah, it has Down syndrome, you know, and learning um, disabilities. And um, they they literally they categorized this entire group of children with learning disabilities as vulnerable. And then they literally weaponized. It's a very classic abusive um, technique. They weaponized that term against them while proclaiming that they were protecting them, you know? Yes. And, and that's when as a mom, I, I came, I came on, I wrote my first letter and, and that's when, you know, I then knew of you, I knew of Bob, I knew of, um, I, I heard from Trudy, um, mm -hmm. I knew then of Jules and Alex. And these were people that had lived experiences. They had trauma, whether that be personal, whether that be, you know, um, culturally or historically. They had this trauma that I think meant their eyes were really wide open. And, and, yes. and that trauma also drove them, that love for their children, that love for somebody, you know, whoever they loved drove them, whatever experience they've been through, drove them to just speak the truth just speak yeah. it but the vital truth and I mean like I yeah. can go on to that a bit later Abby but the vital yeah, yeah. truth not not Overton window truth not bauble chaser truth not approved narrative truth the whole truth yeah because and uh we're going Sorry. to go for a quick break, Natalie. I, I didn't want to um, oh. stop you because I want to need to carry on. We've got a quick break, but let, and then we're going to speak all about Alethea, the truth, the, okay. the bridging lies. Um, so we've got a bit okay. more time. Okay, so um, okay, don't go any don't don't go anywhere, guys. I'll be back with uh, my friend Natalie Smith um, after this short break. Yeah, so don't go anywhere, or I'll tell Bill Gates where you live. Now, as we move into an election year in U.S. politics at a time when the Western Empire is under attack from within, as if an orchestrated decline is the plan. Whilst at the same time, the rise of BRICS nations represents a rise of a new multipolar order. Institutions that have controlled the world are at last being questioned for their behavior and their failures. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the truth shall set us free. Those two statements sit at opposite ends of the zeitgeist in a world that is filled with death, destruction, deceit, and a wholesale unwillingness to hold anyone in power to account, except for anyone who takes power against the ruling elite, of course. And then we have seen how that system works. Weekends with Jason Olborn on today's News Talk TNT. This is generally the view of people, oh, we don't know much about Assange. Well, you should know, because whether you know it or not, he is fighting for you. For your courage and leadership and tenacity in journalism and publishing. Since 2010, Assange has been held in progressively narrower, darker, colder and crueler spaces. He has been detained since the 7th of December 2010 in one form or another. And we are now here after years of imprisonment. 
WikiLeaks is a non-state hostile intelligence service. I think the man is a high-tech terrorist. A high-tech terrorist. A traitor, a treasonous. He has to answer for what he has done. Assange faces up to 175 years in prison for publishing classified documents exposing U.S. war crimes. The U.S. government narrative about Julian is a complete fraud. It is a complete fraud from A to Z. Julian took on the most powerful countries in the world, basically all of them. We now have confirmed that there were plans to kidnap Julian here in the center of London or even assassinate him. No one who instigated that illegal and immoral war has been brought to justice. But the great truth teller sits behind bars. If wars can be started by lies, peace can be started by truth. Julian Assange is a hero. What if everything we thought we knew about somebody was a lie? Would we be willing to go on a new journey of understanding? This is a story of deception, lies, bravery, and a man who risked everything to bring the truth to light. Mr. Assange shows all the symptoms that are typical for a person that has been exposed to psychological torture over a prolonged period of time. He looked at me intensely and said, I hate to say this. He then hesitated, visibly troubled and searching for words, and then he finally said, please, save my life. May future generations have the ability to speak without restraint. May our children and their children know truth and have access to information that leads to justice. Wherever Julian goes, free speech goes with him. If there is a bird that is about to take flight, stretch her wings and rule the skies. May it be a pista and no longer a bald eagle. If you think Assange is a traitor, he's a rapist, he's a narcissist, he's a hacker, I don't blame you because you have been deceived. And if you think you've not been deceived, that's normal because otherwise it wouldn't be deception. For lovers of truth, liberty, free speech, and the pursuit of justice, Abby Roberts on today's News Talk, TNT. <laughs> Here is Abby Roberts, still alive, still frazzled by all the technical glitches at my end, not the other end, uh, talking to the wonderful Natalie Smith. Natalie, let's uh, talk yeah. about your wonderful daughter, Elethea. What a beautiful name. What inspired that name? Okay, so... um. Old ancient Greek, it means one who heals others. Um, oh. and, and the theories um, means truth. Right, and so yes. That, yeah, that, that was where her, her name comes from. Elethea, it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And um, and tell us um, a little bit about, so your when when the, the shit show started and then they started <laughs> to, um, the Nazis, because that's what they are, yeah. uh, tried to yeah. inflict uh, the... Uh, gene therapies on people what what happened uh, with Elethea what happened with you at that time yeah if you so, don't mind talking I mean, about it even just before the vaccine so um when they locked us down and um when it came to the group of children they classed as vulnerable they actually also told them to shield 
I mean, the person that did that research has since said it was kind of like they just they just gave it a go. Like there was not it wasn't based on anything. But, you know, mm. um, so they told them to shield. And then ironically, um, this was all meant to be done for their health. But all of their health care and their therapies just disappeared. Gone, you know, um, and yeah. And then um, so that was kind of the reality that we were living. And then um and then they brought out these vaccines. And so I, we weren't going to vaccinate Elithia just because of my background, but um, I, I looked into it because we were obviously in communication with a lot of other people who had children with um, disabilities and, mm. and they were all going to go ahead. You know, they were all listening to the mainstream narrative. So I just did a lot of research. And what I learned, Abby, was that there was absolutely no trial data for these children, none. So people say, oh, there wasn't medium or long-term. There was none. They are not in the trials, so there's no data. Um, when they started claiming that these children should are high risk or vulnerable, it was done on a predictive study and a mm -hmm. survey. Um, that was the two that they used. They, they, they were used on a sh really short window in 2020, and those studies were on only adults, and yet that was used for children. Um, they those studies were done at a time when they were using mechanical mechanical ventilators on them, when they were using mm. midazolam and the hospital mm. um, protocols, which we know. I mean, I know of a young girl that died through those hospital protocols with Down syndrome. Um, there was they were aware of the adult deaths coming in on the VAERS data, on the yellow card data of children, of people with Down syndrome. Um, they knew that there was do not attempt, you know, DNAs being put on them. Yes. That, that, that was fact. They rolled out first um, the monoclonal antibody and um, to them, so they rolled out remdesivir. They're still using remdesivir, Abby, mm -hmm. even though they know mm -hmm. how dangerous it is. Um, and so this was just one big pure experiment on these children. And where have we had that before? I mean, that's what it was. There was, it was just a shot in the dark, literally. And, mm. you know, that sort of do no harm was nowhere to be seen, you know? Um, yes. And, and all I kept hearing other than few voices, yourself being the main one was, um, this caveat, healthy children, healthy children. I, yes. Let's just throw these children under the bus, you know, um, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. and and you just it was really hard to get your voice heard, if I'm honest. You know, I spoke yes. to our GP who said, well, there's no incidences of um, injury or death. I spoke mm -hmm. to the Down Syndrome Association who said we follow the JCBI. You know, I had like parents contacting me saying our children have these conditions. They have cerebral palsy. They have all of the autism. They have these conditions. They're OK. They're okay. Yes. Yes. Unvaccinated, they're okay, you know? And yeah, I'm, I'm prepared, yeah. prepared to prepared to risk uh, these children's lives. And and, and with, uh, of course, everyone knows. And Natalie, um, thank you so much because you've been very involved in uh, in Tom's story as well. This uh, lovely 22 year old who's um, uh, got yeah. the mental, mental capacity of an 18 month old baby. 18. He's healthy. Yeah. 18 month old and he, he's healthy he's happy um he loves uh yeah. you know being with animals and his his mom uh, loves him and they're still chasing him they're chasing him still chasing three him. years you, yeah yeah Disgusting, i mean I'm, I'm in communication with sarah and um yes and also her 
friend whose whose daughter was force vaccinated and um you know they for tom you know tom also has a trisomy trisomy 13 so you know never again never in a trial um and they there is no when our children reach 18 they're owned by the state that's a reality for us we Mm. have there is no legal mechanism if there's like sort of disagreements where parents can have their say, you know, or yes. have the overall say, even though we're caring for these children. I mean, like Tom, my daughter, I mean, at the start was nonverbal. We're doing a lot of work. We're starting to get words, but nonverbal, yeah. you know, yeah. she's she's 11, but her 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 kind of age is probably two. Um, yes. So, and I think what Sarah's doing is so brave because the first person who was forced vaccinated was an adult with Down syndrome, a young man with Down syndrome, and it was with the AstraZeneca jab. And that was ordered when we mm. knew the impact of the AstraZeneca jab and blood clots. And, and, and Sarah has been so brave to speak out because what is happening to Tom is, is relevant to all of us. It really, really is. Yes. You know? yeah. And also, Abby, can I just say quickly, like yes, while everybody was ignoring these children and not highlighting it, because it wasn't, I don't know, for whatever their reasons were, um, the result of that has been where we are at now in 2024, which is they are the only group where the children are six months old to four years being vaccinated. They are the only group that are being force vaccinated. They are only ones being given boosters. Six yes. months old, Abby. So re- the, the latest one is a 15-month-old in because this is across the world, so a 15-month-old in America that is going to be forced vaccinated, you know? Yes. Yeah, and, and, and we have a politi- we have Bridget, we have people like Bridgen who voted for all the lockdowns and uh, mandatory vaccinations, who stood up and claimed in Parliament that he'd, he'd stopped them, the six-month-old uh, yeah, um, injections. Been, absolutely. He, and this was after he had left the Conservative Party. So, yeah. you know, this wasn't why he wasn't, while he wasn't so-called awake, he was fully awake. He had platforms, worldwide platforms. He had everybody's eyes on him and he claimed a personal win in children not being vaccinated. When mm. when that rollout was about to start, June of last year, yes. it started. And he yeah. claimed a win. He's did he's still claiming that win. He's just he did a big interview because of this New Zealand data, question mark, mm. and still yeah. claimed that win. Still claimed that win. Yeah, yeah. And people and that, think Natalie, that yeah. a hero, but that's a that's it's a blatant lie. Blatant lie, and and I agree. And and Natalie, I can't believe it. we've actually run out of time. I could literally yeah, speak to you, as you know, <laughs> all literally all day. And I will, we will have you back on, Natalie, because I really want to get into this. Uh, it's very. This is probably the most important thing to be talking about now. Uh, is government, really is state, is. the state, it's the re- state entering people's lives? Entering people's so, lives and what happens if the vital truth does not get out there? This is what happens. Yes, yes, and God, God bless you, Natalie. Do come back on, and we'll Thank have you, a glass lovely. of bubbles. We'll, we'll, we'll have a glass of bubbles very, very soon. We will. And love to You're going to love be to Elef- next time I see you. <laughs> yes, and love to love to Elethea. God bless yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lots Natalie. Love. Right, Bye. Lots of love. Right. We're going to go um, to, you see, I get very involved in all this because this is people's lives. I'm going to go to um, a uh, to the news headlines now and I'll be back with my uh, second guest, Johnny Woodrow. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Okay, everybody listen up. Big news. Big news. Real big news. 
Now, now, TNT Radio News. Matt Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. The US Senate has passed a foreign aid bill unlocking $95 billion in wartime funding for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan. But the bill must now be approved by the House of Representatives. Despite being the oldest president in US history, the White House has confirmed 81-year-old Joe Biden will not take a cognitive test when he sits for his upcoming physical exam. And a powerful explosion has erupted at a key gas pipeline in central Iran. On air and on the app. I listen on the app. Stay up to date around the clock. I listen, therefore I know. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hello everyone, I'm welcome back. Oh, it's very, it's a, it's a real proper Wednesday, Valentine's Day sort of uh, vibe. Um, I haven't been drinking, I promise you, absolutely sober. Uh, I am here with my second guest, uh, my wonderful Woodrow Wednesday, we're going to call it Johnny Woodrow. <laughs> Hello, my love, how are you? I'm all right. Good morning, Abby. Good morning, TNT folks. Uh, how you doing? You all right? Yes, I'm okay. Right? Um, as you... Yes, I'm okay. That was just a, it was a bit of a weird thing with an echoey, echoey mic uh, feeding back, but it's all good. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, it's just it's live radio, isn't it? So this is what you do. You just have to crack on and um, and just go with the roll with the punches. So, Johnny, today uh, we're talking, yeah. aren't we, about um, uh, what uh, well, what it means to be human and have the technocratic what was it technocratic elites. Um, oh, yeah. Do you know, like I long words like to tumble out of my <laughs> mouth and then I look at them on the floor and I go, what did that mean? So, yes. And, and if I write something down, somebody's going to ask me what I meant and then I have to remember. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's it, it, th this I, I sat in on the um, on the, the Tom case last week, yes. as, as you did. And mm. um, and it and it's vexed me for uh, on a number of levels for for all sorts of different reasons. Um, mm. uh, and and one of them was what what is this court system assuming about the man stood it, it, that they want to stand in front of them? What 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 gets us to a place? Where you can have the state saying, and this was the this was the line. It's not. It's a paraphrase from the judge that made me go. Hang on a minute. We've got to we've got to work out what what assumptions are being made here. He said mm. something about how this isn't the state versus the mother or state versus freedom. This is about giving Tom the rights we all have. But however mm. you look at this it's the state deciding on a risk assessment because that's what the court the court case has come down to of of yes. um whether or not he would make a sensible decision in a risk assessment so i was i, I but, but they don't see this as state versus freedom they see it as state enabling freedom yes. so so that makes you think okay what are they assuming about a human and so here's my current thinking Mm. This sort of stuff, uh, well, it should bother us all. But but yeah, over the last indeed. four years, um, the state have assumed things about being a human. Here's my current thinking. So I just throw mm -hmm. it out there and, and you, you can kick it around. Mm -hmm. The state basically works as if we are a biological computer, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, the, so, so the, the bio bit... Tom is a potential pathogen carrier or victim of pathogen. The yes. computer bit, the cognitive bit. Well, the courts realize he's impaired there. Um, the, he has the, the, the mental uh, capacities of, of an 18-month-old. Uh, 
So what the court does is, OK, we will do your computations for you. Um, and the assumption is that a human is a bio computer that lives in a constant risk assessment situation. And so what would make this young man become fully human in their eyes would be if the state pops in to do his computations for him. And mm. so if he was uh, cognitively able, he would do the right thing, which would be to follow government government guidelines and and, and look at the covid risk because the judge was obsessed with this covid. I mean, it was like going back in time, wasn't it? Listening to what this guy thought. Mm. Here's the yeah. cognitive, uh, the, the the COVID risk, and then let's line up the risks for the vaccine. And so it becomes we live by risk assessment as a as a biological yes. computer, and and, yeah. and true humanity is totally stripped out of that. Yes, That's we my live as, a, as yes, and it's a very very good theory, and, and I would agree with you that it's it's um uh, uh, and I've said this before, it's graphs. It's data versus morality. So it's data. Well, so it's graphs versus God, if you wanted to call it call it that. You know, so people are so obsessed with, well, what what, what do these figures show? And if you did this, uh, then what would happen with this? And uh, and and people forget um, the essence of, of of being human, the soul, the heart, what's in here. You know. Yeah. And, um, and, and, uh, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Carry on. You were on a roll. I, I was on a roll, and um, and that judge um, exhibited something which, as I said in my Substack article, that I'm, I know you've read, and thank you very much, Johnny, for your um, kind words about it, is um, that he uh, we we are living in a period where people are see, seen as expendable, and the and the vulnerable. I hate that word, um, children, mm. as Natalie was, and like Natalie's daughter and Tom. Um, well, where, what period of history have we seen people being? you know, used for for sort of for, for experimental purposes. And, you know, I mean, we have to, people have to understand those echoes. Yeah. And I, and I think that you're absolutely right. The, the bigger picture here is mm. the reduction of a human. If you, you, you think of what the, the human sciences have given us all sorts of wonderful leaps of forward, but they've also uh, pr promoted the idea that a human is a set of three mechanisms social mm. mechanisms or social systems, biological mm. systems and cognitive systems. Now, what comes with that is the view that um, all of those are manageable by inputs and outputs, right? So you, you reduce the human to a set of mechanisms, social, psychological and biological, which mm. can be manipulated. And, and actually, if you believe that, like your Yuval Noah Hararis, you, you feel an obligation because yeah. these guys believe what they're thinking they, to, to, to step in and manage. And so... Yeah. Turning everyone into biological, social, psychological systems makes you prone to management and engineering. Like systems is an engineering phrase. And so what do you do? You manage humans and do morality by graphs, by inputs, yep. outputs, <laughs> incomes, outcomes. Um, and you, 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 what you need is the state to come and tinker with one of the systems that makes you up. And talking of outputs, guess what, Johnny? We've got to go to a quick break because I've got an Australian, well, actually a lovely Nepalese man in my ear saying, for fuck's sake, let's go to a break. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back with Johnny Woodrow. Uh, and if you do go somewhere, I will make you watch the BBC. 
I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. My company, weatherbell.com, already has a hurricane season from hell predicted for the United States next year. We're expecting three to five major landfalling hurricanes. We parallel or correlate next year to 2005, 2017, 2020. Now, we've had this out since December, been speculating on what could happen with this upcoming hurricane season since last hurricane season. A lot of this is because of the climate hypothesis I've developed. And it's interesting, I'm starting to see people tiptoe toward what my company, weatherbell.com, has had out. I do think it will turn into a stampede. The current El Nino is going to collapse rapidly in the spring, reverse to a La Nina. The main development region of the Atlantic is still very, very warm, except this year, it's not as warm in the North Atlantic. Now, what does that mean? Well, whenever it's not as warm in the North Atlantic and it's warmer near the equator, it means that the heat gets to incubate, as I call it, or bunch up in the areas that are the main development region. Last year, we saw storms developing and just going up north in the Atlantic and staying away from the United States. I don't believe that's the case this year. In addition, in looking at forecasted rainfall patterns for the upcoming hurricane season, we look at the Pacific and we see that from the Indian Ocean into the Western Pacific, it looks like phase two and three of the Madden-Julian oscillation. All the major hurricanes that have hit the United States that have developed within two days of the U.S. coast since 2017 have hit in phase two or three of the Madden-Julian oscillation. So here we are in February, reviewing our forecast from December and we'll see who's right. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. My character Shazam knows all about growing up in a family full of teenage superheroes. They're bold. Where's everyone going? To fight crime. Okay. Adventurous. Shazam! There's never a dull moment. And no matter what happens, they'll always have your back. All they need is a place to grow and be themselves. And the best part is, you don't have to be a superhero to adopt a teen. Learn more about adopting a teen from foster care. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. Hey! Uh, I said nibbles, not nipples. What the heck's wrong with you? You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. And I'm here with my wonderful guest, Johnny Woodrow. He's in his book nook. And those books on the on the shelves, uh, our lovely uh, Anoop, who's in Australia, was asking, have you read all the books? And you said you were collecting them in case they take them all away. Will we have to yes. learn books like Fahrenheit 451? Oh, the, uh, you I, know, uh, where, people, where people had to, you know that, that book, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, oh, I, I could go on a whole thing about, uh, about, <laughs> about the value of books. But look, you, get, yes. get, get the books... Uh, yeah. The old stuff. I just I keep getting old stuff. Um, the old. I'm particularly into reading kind of medieval and pre-Reformation um, philosophy mm. and that kind of stuff because there's really there's gold there on helping us think through our world and 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 eventually it's all going to go, isn't it? So so get books yeah. as much as you can. Anyway, that's a, my plug and, for books. And 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 it, and it gets and it gets very neatly though, doesn't it? Back into our well, the whole analog. Actually, well, this is interesting. <laughs> I can Ooh. feel my juices flowing. Analog versus digital. So we're back, aren't we, to the to the data versus some sort of whatever it is that makes us well the divine spark shall we, shall yeah, we call so, it that well so 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 uh, again th th this case 
uh, gives us an opportunity to see what is being assumed and so what's being stripped away from Tom yes. and his mum. And yeah. um, we're not a set of variables and set of mechanistic systems that can be engineered and managed and the government mm. stepping in and do your mind bit because you can't do the risk assessment and all that, that kind yes. of stuff. We're yeah. image of God bearers. And actually, that's a huge, if you click on that, that explodes open to an internet's worth of kind of information. But at the very least, what it tells us is, A, we're not God because we're in the image of God. And therefore, mm -hmm. that should curb any God complex. And the idea that you're a manageable set of variables is 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 open season for those with a God complex who think you can, you know, the transhuman thing, you can kind of manage people just by changing their their data and and and, and the human becomes somebody a bit like it's like we're all in the Amazon stock room and basically we're gonna get managed in some kind mm -hmm. of way in our all our sort of various levels. But so so it kills the God complex or should do the image of God thing, but also tells us that we're not just mechanisms, we're souls in bodies. And yes. it also tells us that, you know, I, I think the social, lots of people talk about the social, but the social, the modern concept of the social is a really stripped away um, version of humanity. We're, we're made for a relationship with God and with each other and that in the context of kith and kin and family. And what has happened to Tom's situation? I think Natalie said uh, their kids become the kids become state owned at 18. You discover mm -hmm that you've been regulated out of the normal uh, uh, resources for life and living, which is family, Tom's mum knows best. Everybody yeah. looking in thinks that, that that's the case. And and yes. that you can, you can arrive at that because we have, we. I'm hopeful because I think most people live practically not with the I'm a managed set of variables view of a human, but actually with, so whether they know it or not, with some idea that we're more than just bodies and we are built into relationships and, and mm. family kith and kin and all those sorts of things. So anyway, there you go. Uh, yeah. Theory over. It's, it's, it, theory over. No, it's wonderful. It's, it's, this is what we should be. By the way, I've just remembered the name of the guy who wrote Fahrenheit 451, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> I was literally thinking, I've got to remember it. Anyway, great, uh, great book if you want to... Um, uh, I hope I have got that right. I can suddenly thinking, uh, sort of double, what's the word, um, doubting myself. Anyway, um, we are wonderful and absolutely right. And this is what we should be talking about. And we will be talking about it, um, if you can make it, Johnny, uh, in your in your book nook, nook every Wednesday. This is I'm, what I'm here every should Wednesday. Be I'll be here. Every I'll Wednesday, here. so we'll be, do we'll be doing ethics, morals, philosophy. This is the stuff that will rescue us from the situation we're in. I have no doubt about that. So, my darling Johnny, thank you so much. Sorry we had such a short amount of time um, compared to what we will have next week when there's no glitches. Uh, God bless you, and I will see you very, very soon. Thanks so see much soon. Uh, bye -bye. for coming on. And that's, uh, that's Johnny Woodrow, Woodrow Wednesday, everyone. Right, uh, so before I... Uh, oh, yes, let's get to people who want to speak to me on the phone. <laughs> I can hear the person saying, that's it, Abby, get the words out. So, I believe we have Trudy on, uh, on the line. <laughs> Trudy, <Hi, Anne. laughs> how, how are you doing? How are you doing today, babe? I'm all right. I'm all right, my darling. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Apart from the weird, uh, did you hear that weird echo earlier on? That was very strange. Yeah, that was a bit it was, weird. It, I'm going to do. It a quick, seemed to become. I'm going to do a quick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, carry on. Shut up, woman. <laughs> no, I just want to <laughs> say. <for> <laughs> 
No, I just want to say, oh, well done to Natalie. Isn't she just bloody brilliant? I I adore that woman. We've had many a lovely night. She is um, amazing. She's, she's just a, she's just a good, a very very good soul, good woman. As are you. No, as she are is. you, Trudy. She um, uh, well, thank you, know, you my love. Like and to blow my own trumpet and all that. <laughs> well, my darling, I, I know you like my sound effects. How's this? <laughs> oh Jesus! I'll be, I'll be doing my, I'll be doing my helicopter in a minute. No, calm down, everyone. Oh, no, don't, just don't. don't do your helicopter. No, 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 far too early. <laughs> please don't, please don't. Oh, bless, bless you, my love. And um, and are you, are you keeping okay? How how are things in Leicestershire? Yeah, Sunny I'm, Leicestershire. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I just yeah. wanted to, get, like I said, give a quick call and say well done to Natalie. And, um, yes, Johnny as absolutely well. wonderful. And also, happy birthday to Jules. Yes, our lovely Jules. God, this this feels like a real a bit of an Abby Daly um, this Abby Daly fan uh, session as as it as know, it rightly crazy, should be. It? It's it's wonderful, it's and I'll be having um, Natalie Natalie back on, and uh, and and I'll have you on yeah. as well, my love. If you want at some stage to talk about uh, yeah. the stuff you're doing um, in in Ben's uh, Ben's memory, your wonderful son. So yeah, so we'll 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 sort that out. Yeah. Um, all right, for, for the next couple yeah. of weeks. All right. All Take right, care of yourself, Trudy. Enjoy the rest of the show. You've only got a few minutes. Lots of love. love you lot. I've only got, got a few minutes to fuck it up. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, this is very... This feels like I'm at... This does feel like I'm at home. Guys, we are still, uh, we are still doing a show. Um, so, uh, do we do we need to remind people of the phone numbers or do we have anyone else on the line? I don't know if Siv's on the line. Uh, can we have the phone numbers? Oh, just in case. Our lines Beautiful. are open. From the US and Canada, call one 1- 888-201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Well, uh, apparently Siv is, is, uh, must have been, <laughs> must have gone off with some other presenter. He may come in, he may come in, my darlings, but who knows? But it was lovely to speak to Trudy, um, who listens to my podcast. She's been listening from the beginning to Abby Daly, and uh, we've become friends. In fact, a lot of my Abby Daly listeners, I've become friends with them, and then uh, and that's a wonderful thing. So, before, uh, let me read this out, because this is very important, uh, the Julian Assange public hearing. So last December, Julian Assange's two-day public hearing was announced for February the 20th and 21st at the UK High Court to determine whether Julian will have permission to appeal or whether he will be extradited to the United States. TNT will be at the Royal Courts of Justice, uh, broadcasting and covering the entire two days if required. Then TNT will broadcast from various locations throughout London. Also, the London premiere of the Trust Fall, Julian Assange, will be at Rio Cinemas on Sunday the 18th of February this is this Sunday at 1pm. The film will be followed by a panel discussion and Q&A with Tariq Ali, Christine Hrafsenson, that's terrible, sorry, bloody hell, Hrafsenson, and hopefully Stella Assange. To find out more, go to search for The Trust Fall, Julian Assange, London premiere. So lighting the, the fuse for freedom. Let's have a little look. I think Siv must have, it's Valentine's Day, maybe he's off, maybe he's got a date. Good grief, Siv. Outrageous. Let's have a little look. Um, um, oh, somebody's saying, uh, oh, Abby's a breath of fresh air. She brings comedy and a laugh with the fecked up world. I think there was a bit of, I think there was a troll in there. 
<laughs> called Kev. Oh, there's always one, isn't there? Bloody hell. All right, then calm down. Um, <laughs> yes, lovely. Yeah, there's some there's some there's some old nana in the chat uh, today, Kev. It's all right. I mean, do you know what? If you if you aren't you listening to the issues we've been talking about? There are children being vaccinated against their against their parents' wishes. Um, the world's going to shit, and you're worried about me. Um, you know, maybe having a bit of colourful. I don't know what the complaint was, um, but. That I'm still going to carry on because TNT, the world needs uh, this station and it needs my voice because I will speak truth to power and I will not stop doing it. So, uh, yes, apologies uh, for the slightly colourful language. I will I will do better next time, my darlings. Um, I don't think we have Siv on the line, um, which is um, a bit of a shame. But do you know what? As it's Valentine's Day and because I am well prepared, I'm going to, um, if I learned this off by heart many years ago, but I don't know it uh, off by heart now. So I'm going to read it. It is one of Shakespeare's sonnets. So I'm going to uh, <clears throat> do it in my best Shakespeare voice to uh, see the show out. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. So a little bit of, uh, well, well, this show's got everything. Shakespeare, it's got uh, my friends calling in, it's got wonderful Natalie, it's got the tr freedom, uh, the truth speakers, the, uh, the good people. We don't just want to... Uh, fame and fortune and depressing news on <clears throat> this show so um we've got uh, another couple of minutes to go let me have a little um <laughs> we've got a little uh, little, little, little look at the live chat um someone's put add a few swear words in there abby yeah it's one of those days <laughs> someone's put brett atkinson's put kevin go back to karen and go and get your booster well that's interesting um i think you know people are just people are just um yeah, it's just very opinionated, which is fine because that's what that's what this show is about: opinions. Um, yes, uh, uh, someone's put uh, hi hi hidden in plain sight. Boridar, uh, don't let me answer you oh, directly. Oh, one one minute to go, guys! One minute to go. So, um, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and watching the show. Sorry about the technical glitches. Um, I'm pretty sure it wasn't my. Well, it may have been my end. Matron, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, go and live your lives. Have a fantastic day, evening, whatever you're doing, whatever you're getting up to. Hope your date goes well, Siv. How dare you stand me up? I had a bloody milk tray ad and everything arranged for you. But there you go. It's live radio. Uh, I'm so happy that you're joining me on the Abbey Roberts Show here on TNT. I will see you tomorrow. Be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs>